0: Welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday. It's January 18th, 2021. We have seven basketball games that we're going to talk about today. I know there's a couple extra um, on top of that, but we're going to go over the three-game early slate for the 2.30 and 3 o'clock games and the four main games on the 7.30 slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend?
1: I'm good, man. Uh, Another day, another slate um you know the cool thing about this this industry is uh you can get it wrong two three days in a row and not that we've gotten it wrong but there's always another day coming so i'm i'm excited to have another day of dfs upon us
0: yeah um listen i'm i'm pumped you know football's kind of going on right now the basketball slate's just, you know getting rolling um so, yeah, excited to get back in the mix for basketball. I, I, I take the weekends off. Like, if anybody's new to the podcast, not only do I take the, the weekends off from the podcast, but um, I enjoy my weekends when NASCAR isn't going. But during NASCAR season, there's just no way that I can play basketball or baseball. So uh, we are presented by Monkey Night Fight. Try the fastest growing single-player DFS site out there. Get a matching 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Um, Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. Uh, they got a ton of stuff for this NBA slate over there posted already. So if you guys haven't checked them out, uh, they got a ton of stuff that um, you can kind of get take advantage of. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. And, um, you know, really excited to see what, what they got coming for the Super Bowl and stuff like that. So, well, let's jump into the three-game early slate. We're just going to quickly kind of look at these games, and then, like, we'll really get into the main slate here. But uh, we get started with Minnesota at Atlanta, 235.5 total. Atlanta's favored by seven. Hernan Gomez, Rubio, and Carl Anthony Towns are all out. And then on the Atlanta side, Bogdanovich, done. Gallo's doubtful, and then Reddish is questionable. Um, so let's start with Minnesota. No Carl Anthony Towns, no Hernan Gomez. Um, what are we looking at here on this Minnesota team?
1: I mean, do, do we like Naj Reed? Jeez, uh, this feels like he may actually get 25 to 30 minutes guaranteed. Uh, seems like Jarek Vanderbilt's probably going to play 20 to 25 minutes. I hope they don't roll old man Ed Davis out there for 30 minutes in this one. They're probably going to play him, and I'm going to be, I don't want to say frustrated, but at 3,300, I don't hate it. You know, they're going to have a big man carousel, and maybe they all get 20 minutes, and then, you know, Ed Reed and and Vanderbilt may be the only ones that are worth it. Um, I think the main thing here is I actually, despite this guy being overpriced, Stevie, Malik Beasley may be my favorite player from, from Minnesota. It's it's 7,200. It's a three game slate, a guy that could put up 45 to 50 in this spot. Could, I'm not saying he's going to, I I think he's a really good tournament player. He's going to get some ownership because it's a three game slate, but I think with him being overpriced, I don't mind paying this for him with cat out and some of the other pieces. If this game stays close, it's gotta be a big part you know, due to him. So, uh, D'Angelo Russell's 8,600. Don't hate it, but I, I, still think I, I take the discount on Malik Beasley and, I uh, hope we get an upside game from him.
0: Yeah. Like, I, I don't hate that. I don't hate Russell with these guys out. Um, I, I think like Nas is in play for sure. I, on a three game slate, I think you can take some shots on Vanderbilt. Um, you know, like him playing the four, the five with cat out and getting like 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and like Ed Davis is never like sexy to play. So I think like, if you're taking shots, um, you take like the shot on like Vanderbilt, but I think Nas is like the, I don't even want to say safer option, but I think he is like the best of the three options as far as like the big guys go. So, um, On the Atlanta side of things, you know, Minnesota is a bottom 10 team as far as, like, offensive efficiency, but they are a team that has struggled even more defensively. They're 27th um, in defensive efficiency. But the one thing that I love about, you know, taking guys against Minnesota is they play super fast. Um, You know, they're top 10 in pace and they're bottom five in defense. So when we're looking at Atlanta here, Will – yeah, obviously, Trey, Capella, you know, these guys are in great spots. But the guys that I'm looking at here is like, all right, is Reddish going to sit? Bogdanovich is out. Gallo is doubtful. Like, if if Reddish sits, like, Hunter and Herter could be guys that play, like, mid-30s minutes here going up against Minnesota. What are we looking at here on Atlanta?
1: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, I think those are the pieces where we want to look at. I think the main key is reddish, like you said. You know, if reddish is is out, um, you know that that's really going to open it up for Hirder and uh, and and Hunter, and I think they're going to be great plays as well. Um, you know, with that being the case, I would probably be willing to fade Trey, um, just maybe for lineup construction purposes. But overall, I I, mean, I I like all those calls, Trey, um, Herter, uh, Hunter, John Collins, I think, is the one where it's like, man, I mean, do we feel like Capella has taken away some of his upside because of the rebounding? Maybe um, they're both about the same price. The thing is, Capella got 37 minutes against Portland, but I don't, I, I think that's, I don't think he's going to play 37 minutes here. I could be wrong, but I still feel like on a normal game, he's going to play 30 to 32 minutes, but I could just be reading this incorrectly. Uh, But if he's going to play 35 minutes, I mean, he's in play for 7,500 for sure.
0: Yeah. And like, yeah, Capella could be hurting his upside, but like the, the matchup is fantastic. Like, you know, no cat, like this matchup is fantastic. So don't hate it. I prefer Capella. Like if I, okay. I I prefer Trey young. Um, but, uh, like <laughs> Capella is a guy that I obviously, I, I don't mind here, um, whatsoever. So, well,
1: here's the other problem I have with Colin Steven and look, this, this could correct itself, but he's not really getting 35 minutes. Like he's kind of low thirties, most games, some games he's under 30. It's just, it's really weird what's happening there right now for a young guy that in your mind, you think should be playing 35 minutes a game.
0: Yeah, and like they have a lot of pieces on this team, like you know, so it's it's really tough to it's tough to kind of figure everything out. But you know, all right, we're starting to rule guys out, so like there's opportunity for some more minutes because like Hunter and and Herder aren't going to play 40, but like they could yeah. play mid 30s. Um, so if Redis sits, I really like Hunter and Herder um yeah. in this spot. Yeah. Detroit at Miami, no total on this one. Hayes remains out for Detroit. And then on the Miami side, Avery Bradley, Butler, and Leonard are all out. And then Hero is the reason that we don't have a line in this game. He's questionable. Let's start with Detroit. Uh, What are we looking at here on the Pistons?
1: Bro. Jeremy Grant is just having a a season to remember. Uh, At this point, um you know, would, would he kind of be maybe the vote for most improved player? I I mean, geez, the, the guy's just been fantastic, Stevie. And, you know, you, you're thinking in your mind, okay, a guy going to a team with Blake Griffin, you know, with Derek Rosen. I know these guys are a little older, but, you know, maybe in your head you're thinking, well, this is kind of Blake Griffin's team. No, this is Jeremy Grant's team. I'm, I'm here to tell you. The guy's taking the shots, shot 10 for 19 the other night against Miami. Uh, nine rebounds, six assists, four blocks, two steals. Now that's up. That's an upside game in that department. But overall, still the guy's shot attempts are there. I man, it feels weird to say you like a guy at eighty two hundred, but he's got massive upside, Stevie. Massive upside. He, he's going to be my favorite play uh, f- from the game. I, 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 I'm never going to have a problem taking Mason Plumley in like the low fives. Uh, you know, if he because we know he has some upside as well. But I mean, I think Jeremy Grant from this game's got gotta be gotta be your favorite player. Um, Delon Wright is starting to get real stable minutes. I'm not sure if people caught on to that, but he's a guy I've kind of been been looking at. Price has come up a little bit, but on this late for 5400, I still don't hate it. Um, so his minutes have been up. Josh Jackson's minutes are kind of in the low 20s now, so you know that's kind of where I'm. Derrick Rose 5500. Uh, obviously, he had a really big game, but his minutes aren't, aren't that high as well. But I think DeLon Wright and uh, and Jeremy Grant, man, these guys. Uh, Jeremy Grant specifically. I know I'm ranting, but, but he's been fantastic.
0: Yeah, he's been awesome. And, you know, Wright, I think a lot of people will go Rose over Wright just because of name. Um, but, like, Wright, he, he's playing more minutes than Derrick Rose right now. Listen. I don't think any me or you will argue with anybody that Derrick Rose has a higher stealing than right. Like the, that, that's yeah. no, no question about it, but like he got there against Miami the other night shooting 67% and getting four steals um, in yeah. 21 minutes. So he's not going to shoot that. Well, um, you know, Wright's a guy that, you know the other night i think he he went one for 10 from the field and still scored 28 fantasy points because he's filling up everything else so a lot of um a lot of options a lot of stuff when it comes to uh the detroit side of things but i think like grant like you mentioned um definitely over blake right now um you know blake is gonna have good games from time to time but like grant is the ceiling guy right now man he's crushing it's incredible
1: I mean, out of nowhere, too, Steve. And he played well in in Denver, too. Don't get me wrong, but what he's doing this season, it's fantastic.
0: Um, Now, going to the other side here, you know, looking at the Miami side, obviously, Tyler Hero matters um, whether or not he plays or not. But something that's not going to affect Tyler Hero here is Bam should smash in this game. Um, Like, no, no doubt in my mind that Bam Adebayo should smash in this game.
1: Yeah, I like BAM. I saw something interesting. This was uh, over the weekend. I looked it up, and I, I ended up not playing BAM, played Chris Boucher instead. But I think BAM was averaging somewhere around 1.6 fantasy points per minute with Butler off the floor um, and, and whoever else was, was out. I, I ran the tool, the Court IQ tool, and it, it really stood out. I ended up not playing BAM, but still, I mean, it, it, BAM's been fantastic with those guys off the floor overall. Uh, I I think the hero news is going to matter because I I do think we need that now. Secretly, Kendrick Nunn played 27 minutes against Detroit. I know he didn't do much with it in terms of fantasy output, but if we're going to get 27 minutes from Kendrick Nunn at 3,700, he's going to be a value on this three-game slate, in which he probably will be on, don't get me wrong, but I just kind of want to point that out. Uh, Duncan Robinson had a really good game, but I think he would be the eye man out for me here. Uh, Drogic, we know he has, you know, ceiling as well. Played 31 minutes. I don't mind Drogic here. I feel like he's a really safe play if uh, Kendrick Nunn is out.
0: Yeah, like they started Gabe Vincent still the other night um, instead of Gordon Dragic. So, like, I like when um, the Dragon is coming off the bench and getting that, like, second team, running the second team, and then finishing the fourth quarter with the starters, and like yeah. I think that's the type of role that like he has his highest ceiling. Um,
1: and I I did want to point out: Gabe Vincent was in foul trouble; he actually fouled out, so he played 16 minutes. Like I don't think he's going to foul out this game. Um, so anyway, but just wanted to point that out as well.
0: Yeah, the thing about like Miami too, like obviously, like you said, the hero news matters. Um, you know, Kendrick Nunn. I don't know if I could do it, but I don't know. I think that at 3,700, if we get hero out, like we haven't talked about a ton of value on this three game slate either. So we are going to get into some value in this next game that, you know, there's some pieces out that are huge um, for Portland. So let's get into this yeah. one. San Antonio at Portland, two twenty three and a half and a half total Portland favored by one white remains out for San Antonio. And then Collins, McCollum and Nurkic are out um on the other side of this one. So man, Portland without McCollum is huge. Portland without McCollum and Cantor or Portland without McCollum and Nurkic um both out. It's huge. Let's start with San Antonio though. Um DeMar DeRozan's back. This team's pretty much at full strength outside of a couple guys um, that don't play huge roles kind of out. Um, what are we looking at here on the San Antonio side of things?
1: Yeah, man, it's it's very interesting because I don't think I want to play DeJounte Murray at 8,100 on a three-game slate. And I know that sounds weird. Obviously, we know DeJounte's got upside. Don't think I want to play him. I don't think I want to play Lonnie Walker at fifty five hundred on this slate. Uh, Patty Mills fifty three hundred. I don't want to do that. Demar Derozan eighty nine hundred. Maybe. Uh, Keldon Johnson seven k. Don't think I want to do that either. I mean, even on a three game slate, and what's probably the best matchup of the day, Lamarcus Aldridge at sixty four hundred. Ah, uh, maybe. You know that that's a maybe jacob portal played you know pretty good minutes the other night played 30 minutes against houston he's 3900 but i I don't know maybe they were just trying to give aldridge a rest (sighs) i I don't think i want to play anyone from the spurs on this slate i just don't think i want to do it
0: my only thing is like especially on like a three-game slate like i am definitely playing portland guys here and like a lot of us are going to be playing portland guys it's like Man, I want to run it back so bad. Um, it, it's just like they're all kind of appropriately priced. Um, you know, DeRozan at 8,900, yeah, he could get 50, but what once this year, maybe twice? Um, so like, you know, it's, it's, it, it, I don't understand the price like jump for him. I don't get it, like, uh. I don't know.
1: I think it's the algorithm for the matchup. Like they know Portland's bad. Like Portland's terrible on defense. Is that I think that's all it is, but I still meant their whole team is like really bumped up outside of Aldridge, really.
0: I think it's like DeJounte, Keldon, or like Lonnie. Um, maybe that's who we're looking at, you know, for San Antonio. Like, I don't know, like those three guys. Um, Portland. All right. Listen. We know that Nurkic being out is huge for Cantor. Um, he put up 50 fantasy points against Atlanta the other night. There's no question that he's not priced up enough for the role that he's going to have with Nurkic out. So like that that's no no doubt. But like the thing that we're looking at here is McCollum's out. That's 29% usage. He has the exact same usage rate as Lillard. That is a lot of usage to go around um what are we looking at when it comes to Portland
1: yeah man I mean I think it's Dame I think it's Cantor uh I I think this is the spot you know roll the dice on Trent roll the dice on uh Carmelo like these guys are still cheap man and I think that's that's how you get through this slate you plug in Cantor uh you know I think I play Dame over over uh, trade today, which most people probably will do, uh, I think that's how you do it, man. And then you know, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Rodney Hood. Like, if they're going to give him more minutes now because there are a few more minutes to go to ra- go around. You know, I don't know if they're going to do anything with a- Anthony Simons. Not really worried too much about those guys, but Trent and Carmelo, like those are guys I'm really interested in. Derek Jones Jr. 3800. Like those, those are the value pieces I think. That are, that, that are most likely to come through for us. Trent, Derek Jones Jr., Carmelo. Um, in terms of cheap value, essentially, you know, Enos Kanter is probably a value play because he's 6,300. He's going to play about 30 minutes and he's averaging, I think, 1.21, is it, Steve? I think that's what, excuse me, 1.22 uh, fantasy points per minute. With those guys off the court, you know, if you just do some quick math here uh, while we're live on the air... And you take you know thirty minutes and times one point two two, no, it's not thirty thousand. Excuse me, one point two two, you get thirty six fantasy points per minute, pretty much floor, uh, with with a little bit room, a little bit more upside. I I'd gladly accept 37, 38 fantasy points at that price. So, uh, Cantor's in play, Dames in play, and then let's let's pull in these these value pieces.
0: Today is a Carmelo Anthony day, Will. Um,
1: I'm excited, man. I've got my Carmelo Anthony rookie card stashed away. That one I'm not going to sell, but yeah, it's exciting.
0: (laughs) Like, all right, you take you take McCollum off, you take Nurkic off, you take Collins off, you add Lillard on. Um, and and, like you're getting a 27% usage rate for Melo playing with Lillard with those guys off. 84 of the 111 minutes Lillard's been on the floor with those guys off, so. we're seeing huge in like huge usage uptick for mellow the most um you know you mentioned trent he's around 0. 0.75 fantasy points at his price that's fine but like mellows 400 more i think mellows to play um in this spot for portland so uh let's get into the main slate here you know this one's obviously super interesting four games um we get started right off right all right out of the bat um Milwaukee at brooklyn this is this is like Ooh. not only like the game of the day but like this is like probably the game of the week and it starts on monday um <laughs>
1: As far as in- James Harden knows how to play basketball again, people, yeah, because he didn't <laughs>
0: want to be in Houston. Shocking. Um, all right, Milwaukee's <laughs> Milwaukee's good to go from what I read. I didn't see anything on the injury report. Kyrie is upgraded to questionable. Um, so here we go. Um, let's start with Milwaukee. What are we looking at here on the Bucks?
1: Man, look, uh, I think on this slate, right. We're, I, I think we anticipate this game to be fairly competitive, right? Pretty much. Drew Holiday's in play, man. Whenever we can get Drew in a competitive game, uh, I I know in that Dallas game he only got 30-something fantasy points, but in a competitive game, I'm, I'm really interested in Drew at this price. Uh, he's the guy I'm going to look at. Middleton at 8K. Uh, you can't play them all. Middleton shot 8 for 20 uh, in a pretty competitive game against Dallas and still put up 45 fantasy points. I don't even hate Middleton in this spot, Stevie, at 8K. He's not usually a guy I like to play. But if you think this game is going to be competitive, it's going to be up and down. You know, if he shoots 12 or 20, he's at 50 easily. So he's a guy that I like. Giannis at 10-4. I can't play everybody, Stevie, but I like them all. This is one of those spots where maybe I just say, hey, I like this game. I take four or five lineups and try to build a game stack. And see if I can get something right here. Um, obviously, we've got a couple other, uh, another really good game coming at eight o'clock. But this game, in terms of what you want to watch TV, I think I will be glued to the television uh, at seven thirty. Man, this this one should be fantastic, barring it's not a blowout.
0: Should be a great game. I like the Drew Holiday call a lot. I think Giannis Middleton, like these guys, are in play. This is okay. This is the Eastern Conference Finals game. Like this is just like all right. Unless, like, these unless, are...
1: unless Philly or Boston gets lucky and knocks somebody off.
0: This is the Eastern Conference finals, <laughs> like I said. Um I don't know. I don't know about the Bucks, man. I, I'm not I'm not a huge like honest person. I never have been. Um but like this is a spot that like I, I think you have to like the Bucks. Um this would be a all like an Uber competitive game. Yeah. Um so, like, yeah, load up on the bucks here. I think, like, the the sneaky bucks play, for what it's worth, and, like, <laughs> large field tournaments, people. Uh, Brooke Lopez. Um, I, I think Brooke hey, Lopez I, I is, like it. is I like somewhat... It. Like, they, in close games, Lopez plays, like, 30 to 35 minutes. Like, he, he's going to get five to eight three-pointers up in this game. And, like, uh, I don't know. They're not... All right. DeAndre Jordan is not gonna go out to the three point line and guard Brooke Lopez. Um so I don't know. I, I think I think Brooke Lopez is like a new sno- super sneaky tournament option in this game. Um but again, like he could easily put up ten fantasy points. Um so let's go to the Brooklyn side. Harden Durant, potentially Kyrie back too. Um we have if Kyrie plays, we have no idea what the usage is going to look like, um, you know, with these three guys on the floor together. We don't even know. I, I would I would assume that all three of these guys are going to be on the floor together. They might, like, get, like, stints where they're not, um, like, all out there all the time. But what are we looking at here on the Brooklyn Nets side of things?
1: I think, you know, you just kind of – I don't want to say wait for the Kyrie news. But look, Harden's 10-8. He got priced up quickly. Uh, very quickly. Uh, KD's 10-1. So, these are probably the only two guys you look at. Like, if you want to play this game, you may only be able to take KD or Harden, and that's it. Uh, If Kyrie comes back, I don't think I want to take any of them, Stevie. Like, because I'm I'm afraid they're all, they will all eat into each other in some way now. Listen, I know they're going to get staggered. Like, You know, one or two, maybe two of them on the court together at one time for, you know, five or six minute stints or something like that. Like, I know it's going to be some form of a stagger, but uh, if they're all back, which maybe Kyrie doesn't come back because of the protocols. If he doesn't, I like Harden and Durant. I still only think we can play one of them. Uh, If Kyrie is back, I may have to fade all of them and I don't like it
0: yeah like i don't know i I think if Kyrie comes back he's interesting at 9100 um in a game that should be like super competitive but also gonna have like drew guarding him so you know that's something like harden is super interesting in general in this game um but like the Joe Harris playing Joe Harris days are over for in, like until his price comes down. The yeah. days that like we we like potentially play like Bruce Brown, those days are over. We have no idea what Brooklyn's doing at center. Um like the other night against Orlando, like DeAndre Jordan only played like 23 minutes. So
1: I think I can tell you to be honest. Go ahead. I I think uh I think DeAndre Jordan is going to play some. I think Mike D'Antoni is going to have some form of a fingerprint on this team. And I think Jeff Green is going to get a fair amount of center minutes. That That's what I think. I, I, I feel really strongly about Jeff. Not that he's going to produce. I'm saying I think he gets a fair amount of minutes.
0: Fair enough. Dallas at Toronto. Um <laughs> Finney Smith is still out. Keebler's still out. Powell's still out. Richardson's still out. Uh, Hardaway is on the injury report. He's questionable. Um, Alex Lynn and Patrick McCall remain out for Toronto. Let's start with Dallas. Um, man, w- w- this this four-game slate is just full of studs. Um, yeah. What are we doing here with the Mavs?
1: Hey, man, this is going to be quick and easy. I'm fading the Mavs today not playing any Luca, no no Porzingis, no one i'm fading the whole team
0: have you seen okay i i hear you but have you seen Luca's numbers since Porzingis came back like oh yeah
1: yeah I, i've seen it
0: like all right dallas dallas is like all right we got our we got our two studs um you know <laughs> like Luca has been the three games like 77 63 87 Luca could easily be the highest scoring player on the entire slate. Um, He's expensive 11 K. But I think like if you're playing a bunch of teams, you have to have interest um, in Luca. This game should be competitive uh, for the most part. And I think like, you know, Toronto is a team that plays in the top 10 as far as pace goes and Dallas is like bottom five. So like, obviously that is a huge bump Toronto's 19th in defensive efficiency this season. They're not a great defensive team. So I do think Luca's interesting. If, if, um, you know, Willie Colley Stein, I think he's okay. But I, I really think what we're looking at here, Will, is like, all is Hardaway out? Because if Hardaway sits, now we're looking at like Wes Awandu or like Trey Burke or somebody like that playing 30 minutes uh Trey Burke's kind of expensive but I I do think like they're somewhat interesting on a four-game slate um Awandu is a guy that could put up 10 fantasy points in 30 minutes but he's 3,300 he's not gonna kill you if he puts up 15 but he'll severely help you if he puts up 20
1: yeah I get it man I I don't like Dallas today Hardaway has
0: to be out though. Hardaway has to be out. Like if Hardaway sits, do is is somewhat interesting. I also think like it pains me to even say this, but I think like Josh Green would be interesting. He started the other night for Hardaway. Um, you know, rookie twenty year old kid, but played thirty two minutes the other night. Like Luca and Porzingis are such high usage guys. Like these guys are going to need to get there by some easy buckets and rebounds and stuff. But you got guys in the low three Ks playing 30 minutes. Um, Let's go to the Toronto side. Do you like anything here for the Raptors?
1: I I think I'm going to keep playing Chris Boucher at this point, like at 7,100. If he's going to keep getting 30 30 minutes, Stevie, 30 minutes, Chris Boucher, 7,100. I love it. Uh, and because the because he's priced up, uh, I don't think people like the way that looks. The guy's got 50-point upside. I, I'm going to continue to play him. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Fred Van Vleet. I mean, they're priced appropriately, in my opinion. So I, I don't hate it. Like, you know, if you, if you like a couple of those pieces. Uh, Norman Powell, you know, 28 minutes out of nowhere against Charlotte. Uh, but I don't, you know, at 4,800, I don't feel like I have to. OG 6K had a really good game against Charlotte back to back good game against Portland. There's a theme here, bad defensive teams playing pretty well. Uh, not that Dallas is some juggernaut, but I, I don't think I want to play them. So I think it's really just Boucher for me, mainly from the Toronto Raptors.
0: Busher, I'm going to always go on Busher just because of the NASCAR guy, Chris Busher. Um, He's been crushing, man. Over thirty-seven fantasy points in five straight games. Um, Yeah, definitely like him in the spot. I don't think seventy-one's high enough. Um, No. So I I think he's definitely in play. With the emergence of him, like we've seen, Van Fleet's um, usage kind of go down. Kyle Lowry is super cheap. I think he is okay. He's not great. I always think like Siakam can have like massive ceiling games, um, but that might be like a pivot if you don't want to play um, Boucher. I think you can like take a shot on Siakam instead, um, just to kind of pivot. Moving right along here, we got Houston at Chicago. Um, it's a back to back for Chicago, so we don't have injury news for them, but um, I think like we knew we knew satarinsky was out for sunday i don't know if he'll remain out like some of these guys are back that have been out so we'll have to kind of see just gonna have to kind of check the injury report for chicago and go from there but um and then on the houston side clemens is out exum's out white or wall is out house is out and then sterling brown is um questionable let's go to the houston side what do we like here for the rockets
1: Well so here's the thing. What what's going on with Oladipo? Did did I miss something? I don't know. Has that is that trade just not cleared yet? Cuz I mean, they don't have him on the injury report, but then he's also not in the player pool. So it's really it's really strange. Um, at least on well, DK.
0: I know Lavert. I know Lavert had the um, issue. So I don't know if that's right. why.
1: Yeah, that that could be why. Um, but see, he is in the pool on Fanduel, and according to that, he's supposed to make his debut tomorrow. But he's not in the DraftKings player pool, so maybe maybe we shoot them an email. Do you think they'll add him? Uh, because if they do, I like him a lot.
0: Depending um, on what his price is, I agree with you.
1: Yeah, like it, I mean, he's seventy. Well, let's do this. He's seventy five hundred on Fanduel. I'm actually willing to roll the dice for 7,500 Victor Oladipo in Houston with no John wall and possibly no Eric Gordon. Um, look, Ben McLemore is not going to take over this team. Okay. Neither Sterling Brown, Nawaba, Mason. Like he is going to be the guard in this game. Um, so I, I, I like him here. I think, um, him and Christian Wood, man, I think those are the guys on fan doing. Christian Wood is up there, but but I do like him. And then on DraftKings, of course, Christian Wood at $8,900 to get Chicago. Uh, I think he's a guy that you definitely play.
0: Yeah, I think Wood is just – I don't even care what his price is. Like, if you're not paying up for Luka or the Brooklyn guys or Giannis, like, Wood is a, a fantastic option. Um, I don't know, like – the other thing that is super interesting is Eric Gordon is supposed to be back. He's 5,200. Um, I, I think he's certainly someone that you're, you're potentially looking at here, but man, if Oladipo plays um, load up on it, like I, I don't see a reason for him not to get 30 minutes against Chicago. And um, that's, that's plenty enough for me to want to play him in this spot. So, um, Outside of that like I know Tate's had some good games um but like his price is kind of caught up now uh you mentioned like Ben McLemore he had a good game last time out but his price went up 1100 bucks and if Eric Gordon's back I think like that potentially hurts McLemore the Chicago side of things here if Oladipo plays I, I think this game stays super close um I think it has potential to stay bet closer um, than if he doesn't play. So, like, if Oladipo plays, like, much more interesting, like, going Oladipo, Wood, Levine, or something along those lines.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Uh, what do you like here for the Bulls?
1: Well, I mean, they, they played today. You know, a lot of these guys, Carter, Martin had fantastic games. Uh, Kobe White didn't have a good game. I think Kobe White now – uh, with, with uh, you know, marketing kind of coming back. Maybe, you know, it takes away some of the usage. So, the, Excuse me. Don't really want to play Kobe White at 7,600 on this slate. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to play Zach Levine either. I think, you know, if you're looking at Zach Levine at 9,500, you just play Christian Wood, and then you just get you some studs in other spots. Like, I'd be more than willing to play, you know, someone from Brooklyn or Milwaukee over Zach Levine today. So I'm I'm kind of not interested in the Bulls hardly at all. Uh, I, I think they're all priced appropriately uh, for their new roles, and that, that's kind of where I stand.
0: Yeah, I think it's like all right. There's four games on this slate, and all four of them are game stackable: um, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Dallas, Toronto, Houston, Chicago, Golden State, L.A. Like all of these games are game stackable. Like right, like all you could stack all four of these games. So it's just like what type of roster construction are you going to end up on is more likely what it's going to come down to. Um, like if you're stacking Milwaukee, Brooklyn, you're probably not stacking Levine with Houston guys. Um, if you're stacking Dallas, Toronto, you're probably not playing Levine with Houston guys. So um, I think it all is going to come down to like, you know, what type of roster construction do you end up on? Um Man, if you want to roll the dice on like is Young at 3,800, he, he's had some 30 fantasy point games um, here recently, and his price has gone down. He's not going to play a ton in this game, but it is a game against Houston, so if he can get 20, 22 minutes um, at 3,800, it's just one name that I wanted to throw out there. We finish it um, Martin Luther King Day um, with Golden State at L.A. taking on the Lakers. 225 and a half total Lakers favored by 10. Uh, Marquise Chris remains out. LeBron is questionable. Wethley Matthews is questionable. Anthony Davis not on the injury report. Um, let's go with Golden wow. State first. What are we looking at here for the Warriors?
1: Well, I, I definitely think you consider Curry. I mean, look, he's 9,800. You know, kind of one of the things I talked about, well, you know, do you want to play Zach Levine at 95 today? Um, you know, or, or would you rather play Curry at, at 98? And I mean, look, Zach Levine's in a, a good spot but Curry can can tee off on anybody. Uh, the Lakers have been on cruise control, in my opinion, a really good team, playing playing pretty well defensively. Uh, but I still think, you know, Curry is in consideration for GPPs. Kelly Oubre, you know, minutes are around 30 minutes a game. I think he's in consideration as long as that, that price stays there. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, playing good minutes. You know, I, I consider him a tournament play as well. Uh, Draymond Green at 5,200, though. I think it's probably, you know, going to be one of my favorite plays from this game. Uh, I just think, you know, for the upside he has in terms of the peripheral scoring, I think, you know, I just think it's fantastic. So he's a guy I like. Uh, James Wiseman, 26 and 27 minutes the past two games. He might be a, a, you know, a center that we can throw in that utility spot. Uh, So, you know, he's he's another guy that uh, I would consider as well.
0: So we had just talked about it against the Pacers the other night. I mean, you were talking about it. um, I think we were talking about on the podcast about how like one of these big guys could play bigger minutes with like that rotation that the Pacers roll out there and like, all right, all right. He played bigger minutes now, Denver. I think like I'm a little concerned, but I will say like they do like go Anthony Davis, Harrell, and some of these other big guys, uh, Marcus all. So Wiseman could continue to play minutes here? So I love that call. Um, I like, I like the chef man, 9,800 against the Lakers. Like these are the types of games that like Steph shows up for and has monster games. Um, so definitely don't mind him on the Lakers side of things. I think Anthony Davis for his ceiling is a little too cheap. Um, I know he hasn't had like a ceiling game yet this season, uh, maybe one or two, but I think this is a spot like he could have a monster ceiling game here.
1: Yeah, man, it's just that price, Stephen. We've been talking about it, and yeah, you know, like the other night he played. Uh, he was ninety eight hundred, played New Orleans, put up forty four. So didn't quite burn you, right? But you know, a few more rebounds, and he's right there at a, at a, at a double double. And lo and behold, you know that that he's over fifty fantasy points. And I feel the same way here at ninety three hundred. Now I think the algorithm is probably thinking that. Um, the Lakers are kind of going to handle the Warriors, and, and I understand that. But I still think, you know, you're getting LeBron at 97, AD at 93. You know, we've been talking about it. At some point, both of these guys are going to pop off. Uh, so I, I do have the, both of these guys in consideration uh, for my lineups here.
0: Yeah. Um, listen it really like AD hasn't had a ceiling game. Cause they when's the last time Lakers played a close game. Well, that's like, what
1: I'm saying. They've been destroying people. Really?
0: I know. So like, if you do think this game stays close, like, you know, look at that second end of the, like they played Memphis, um, a couple weeks ago, um, like a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. Um, he played 34 minutes and put up 58 fantasy points. Like give me 58 fantasy points at 9,300. I-, I think Anthony Davis is in play. um, I think if you're playing Davis, you probably want to play Curry because you really want the game to stay close. Um, or playing like Draymond or somebody like that. I think Draymond is interesting at in his price too. So uh, anything else from the Lakers here?
1: No, man, I, I think that's it. I don't want to, you know, nobody else is really cheap enough. Like even Schroeder's 6,400 now, like if Schroeder was 5,500, I would have loaded him up on this slate. But at 64, uh, I, I, I don't think I want to touch him.
0: All right, let's get into um, the morning grind game, and then we'll yes. get out of here. Um, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X.
1: Well, this is going to be a tough one because there really aren't a lot of plays under 5K today, and that's just that's just the truth. So, hmm, Oh man, Stevie, let's go. Uh, geez, I'm about to go James Wiseman at 4,600.
0: I like it. Um, this guy is not gonna get there, but I, I do think, like, after we broke down this four game slate, I think a Wandu is, is super interesting. Oh, if you're...
1: I, I, I knew a was gonna be your guy, ironically, like, uh, I knew this from the start. There's not a whole lot of real value on this slate. Hardaway
0: all. needs to be out. Like, that needs yeah. to happen. Um, like, but,
1: gosh. Like, and then H- Houston's got this ghost value because Oladipo isn't on the DK slate. But, like, he's playing tomorrow. So, I don't, I don't know what's up with that.
0: Um. All right. Give me your guy over 8K that goes under 5X. Who's your bust at the top today?
1: Uh, man. Oh, Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine at 95.
0: I like that one. I'm going to go Kevin Durant. Whoa. Yep. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got?
1: Uh, Christian Wood, 8,900.
0: Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, listen, it's hard not to like the Busher, right, uh, Boucher? Like, however Man, you want to – like, this guy like is em. just – Woo. He's just he's just having um, a breakout season. So um, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got?
1: Um, man, this is a tough one, Stevie, because you know, just not a lot of guys today. <sighs> I'm gonna go Draymond Green, 5200. Yes, yes, Draymond. All right.
0: I got I got, I got, got one. We didn't really talk about this guy. Um, really liked this guy before um, we got started. Laurie Markkinen, Um I think, is super interesting in this game. They're going to need a size uh, 14 and 19 shot attempts in the last two games since returning, playing big minutes. Um, I think Laurie Markkinen is a great tournament play on this slate at 6,700.
1: Yeah, Stevie. Let, let me, and I know we're about to close this thing out. I just, I can't let this go. I, I got to make sure we talk about this. Kristaps Porzingis could sit tomorrow.
0: Are they on the second end of a back-to-back?
1: Yeah, they just played today. I, I, I that, that, that makes this slate totally different. By the way, if Kristaps Porzingis sits, remember I said I didn't like Luca, but I wasn't thinking they just played today. Porzingis could sit. D- don't want to double back too much, but I've already done it. I-, I do like Porzingis. I mean, I do like Luke if Porzingis sits. Want to put that out there. I forgot they played today. If Porzingis sits, I mean Lucas like a lock button, man. Seriously. If
0: Porzingis sits, it's happy Bobon Day, man.
1: <laughs> hey, that that's how does that he too. not if if
0: Porzingis is out, Paul is out, um, Maxie's out, like how doesn't Boban get like 15 minutes? Oh, buddy. It's yeah. Boban day. Let's go Porzingis. Yeah. It was <sighs> interesting to me that they did. They play like super early on Sunday or something because they were on they the did. injury report. Okay. So they that did. makes sense. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they did. That's they why I didn't have really them written early.
0: down as a back to back. That's my bad.
1: Yeah. No, um, they play really early. Like uh, I think it was three o'clock
0: game selection question. Will what's standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings today?
1: Well, I'm going to go to DraftKings because uh, FanDuel just doesn't have it. And I just think it's the uh, the early slate here. Showdown single entry, hundred dollar buy-in. Uh, you know, pretty good payout stretches just fifteen k up top. Twenty five hundred to first. Uh, tenth place is four hundred dollars. So you know, still getting pretty good return uh, on your investment there. So I I do I do like that one. Uh, you know, f- for the early slate.
0: I'm going to go to FanDuel uh, main slate here. You got me super excited about playing Old Depot. So um, I-, I like Man. the fact that we can play him over there. Um, the $50 single entry, I know I talk about this tournament all the time, but I do think that it's one of the better payout structures that FanDuel has um, just in general. Pays 23% of the field, um, 2X min cash, top 10, 37%, first place, uh, 12%. First place is three grand. 10th place is 350 you're 7x in your money with the top 10 at least um and then like 15th is 300 so really good payout structure um you can build a really solid team and not have like necessarily nuts and have a really good uh payout in this tournament so really like that tournament um finished six in the FanDuel football 50 dollar um single entry tournament for this weekend so Rolling in it. Let's go. Um, we'll finish this out here. Favorite over under you can use the early slate or the main slate, um, gets the spread. Anything that's standing out to you here?
1: Yeah. Let's go Minnesota Atlanta. I'm going to take the over. I think this game stays close. I'm definitely taking the over in that game.
0: All right. I am going to go out on a limb and say golden state plus 10. Um, I think this is the type of game that Curry shows up. I think this is the type of game that Draymond shows up. Um, I I think they can keep it close. I think Lakers still win, but like six or seven. I I think Golden State keeps this one close. Um, Will, it's going to wrap it up here for Monday. We'll be back tomorrow. There's only two games on the slate for Tuesday, so it'll be a quick and easy podcast um for tomorrow anyway but um you know wednesday is jam-packed and we'll have a ton of games to talk about again so if there's anything that you want me to talk about on tuesday always feel free to hit me up on twitter and you know i'll get into talking about uh whatever you guys want so it's gonna wrap it up hope everyone had an awesome weekend enjoy martin luther king day um you know a lot has changed in this country because one person so um a lot of people working together So let's keep doing that, and um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Good luck, everyone, and we'll see you guys again tomorrow.